Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Oh, it's it could happen here, and it by goodness it continues to. I'm Robert Evans. Um, Sophie, my producer, just noted to me that we should probably uh, introduce Shireen Lana Yunus since you've recently joined the team and have been on several episodes, and we just kind of rolled with it. Uh, Shireen, <laughs> what are you? Who are you? Where are you? Um, when are you? Uh, those are a lot of questions I can't answer. They are. Uh, you are a frequent ghost on uh, guest. I hope ghost. ghost on <laughs> behind the bastards. Um, you're a producer with iHeart. You're mm-hmm. on the show Ethnically Ambiguous yes. uh, with Anna Hosnia, and um, you are our 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 bud. I am your bud. Um, Thank you. Yeah, uh, I Pub- joined published recently. Poet. Yes. published poet. A filmmaker, uh, a depressed person. You know, I tick mm-hmm. all the boxes. Um, you helped Sophie bury that body the other year? Yeah. That was between us. Yeah. I don't I, know why well, we need to put that on Mike. Between you and Lake Mead. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, mm-hmm. everyone's going to know where that body is. So yeah, I appreciate that. You're going to find it soon anyway. But yeah, I. Uh, it's really fun to talk to y'all. So it's nice that we can record 
me doing it now for work. Cool. So that's is that a good intro? Yeah, yeah. That is a good intro. We're really excited to have Shireen yeah. on our team. It's uh, something that we've been hoping that would happen for a while now, and we just feel very fortunate to have her voice as part of our as part of our very tight knit group. Mm-hmm. And um, you're welcome, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> well, motherfuckers. I, <laughs> I feel very honored to be a part of such a small tight knit group, especially because everyone. I'm not even saying this to fish, please. But everyone here is much smarter than me. And so I've been learning a lot and I don't do nearly as much research as y'all do. So I hope to be the like a a um someone representing the audience that knows nothing. You know what I mean? Like that's my role mm-hmm. here is to really give people to let people be seen wh- who have their heads empty like mine. So representation matters. Uh. <laughs> well, I, I feel like we had empty headed represented when I joined the team, but fair enough. What are we, what is our, who are we today? What are we doing today? Where are we today? Chris, you're the president uh, of this episode. Oh no, wait, that's bad. All right. So I'm going to, I, I think, I think I have to assassinate myself is the way this works. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, we're <laughs> legally actually, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that I, th- I think next episode I assassinate myself. This episode I'd get unelected or something. But okay. yeah, we're 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 talking about sort of two two convergent paths of how we got to like the most recent disaster with the most recent well, this isn't even the most recent disaster anymore, but uh how 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 we got to the place where Roe v. Wade is about to die. And yeah. you know, there there's two threads, and tomorrow we'll be talking about uh the terrorism. But today we'll be talking I say we, it's mostly we Shireen, but yeah, we're 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 gonna be talking about how the the sort of like half a century long electoral movement that got us to this place. Yeah. It's really interesting because I mean some of it is self-explanatory and some of it isn't, but I think it's interesting to go back in time and really figure out how we got where we are. So, I think it's pretty obvious that like Republicans use the abortion issue uh, to forge coalitions with like right-wing and fundamentalist Christian voters, but Democrats are also using it to attract women voters and it seems like neither party will risk modifying the rigid position uh, that it has for fear of alienating those who the abortion issue has helped attract, because it feels like it's this just we're at a standstill. It's not solvable, but it's actually the when you look at the history, it's pretty, I don't know, it kind of makes sense how we landed here. And every presidential candidate or any candidate in general will present these countries' issues with like a sense of urgency, especially this issue. But it really feels like they're just using it to attract voters and then it gets ignored. Um, but how did how did how did abortion become a partisan issue in America? The polarization of the parties on this issue really started in the, in the 1970s. And um, party leaders just started moving farther and farther apart on the issue. And a lot of scholars say that this is a combination of like grassroots activism and also established, uh, also just political strategy. So in the 1970s, uh, the politicians' views on abortion didn't break down along the party lines. Uh, Republican president, uh, Gerald Ford, he opposed Roe v. Wade, but the first lady was an abortion rights supporter. And then his vice president, Rockefeller, he presided over the repeal of abortion restrictions in New York. Um, and uh, in Congress, Republicans, Republicans voted against abortion about the same rate as Democrats. So th- there wasn't a huge black and white 
good evil kind of thing going on. Um, and it started to change in the 70s. So during his uh, presidential campaign in 1972, Nixon began striking out anti-abortion positions or staking out anti-abortion positions as part of a, strat- a strategy to appeal to Catholic voters and other social conservatives. And after he won uh, with a majority of Catholic votes, Republican strategists began using the same tactics in Congress, and they were forging coalitions with evangelical groups uh, around opposition to abortion. And uh, it was really this larger effort to make the Republican Party painted as this like pro-family to help mobilize like socially conservative voters that really valued this idea of this like traditional in quotes family. So it might have been both grassroots uh, organizing, but I think both of these efforts really focused around this idea of this traditional, quote unquote, like Christian good family. Um, And I think that's still the uh, a lot of the intention today is to really promote that and why abortion is wrong is because it kind of goes against this idea of what a family should look like or how families should act like, in particular, how a mother should act. Um, So. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. I mean, like, I definitely think we see that um, everywhere. That type of propaganda uh, is, you know, there obviously. And then they're in like the like, oh, this is like hidden in type thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, Chris has talked about that quite a bit on certain things. So maybe Chris would be best to, to deep dive on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think there's 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 a there's a couple of things that have been like like per- are percolating around this time too, which is also like this is this is a period of like really intense feminist mobilization, and it, this is also a period where you know the the one one of the sort of rights driving issues had been integration, like like opposing integration and like promoting segregation, and by this period they've like they've basically lost that. And so they need like something, right? And like that something winds up being this vision of this sort of like of this like very specifically white Christian patriarchal family. And and I I think it's also interesting that like you know if if you look at the the initial abortion stuff is largely yeah it's like okay if the Republicans are targeting Catholics right, and the reason they're targeting Catholics is because evangelicals in particular like haven't quite figured out what they think about this yet, and this kind of like family stuff and the the, the i don't know it, it ties into the, this whole sort of this attempt to get evangelicals into politics for the first time or no, not for the first time but they'd kind of been out of it for a while like on this sort of like well the rapture's coming so like what's the point of dealing with like this impure like secular sort of politics thing and yeah they, they get sort of roped back into it by the the the, the polarization of abortion and by making by 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 making abortion in the family this incredibly sort of central part of of what the Republican platform is, and by sort of like, you know, like attempting to destroy the kind of like more moderate, uh, like Rockefeller liberal wing of the Republican Party, who just like get stomped, and don't exist anymore. Yeah, no, that's a good point, and um, I think it's interesting because I feel like we see a lot of candidates go back and forth on the issues now, but it even started. I mean, it's been going on since forever because politics are all a scam. But Ronald Reagan really <laughs> illustrates the shift because um, when he was a governor of California in 67, he signed a law that loosened abortion restrictions. But in his 1980 presidential campaign, he called for the appointment of 
anti-abortion judges. So he's just really, I mean, just like any political candidate, he's going with the the tides. He's trying to get elected. He's not really, no one has actual morals that they stand on. Um, yeah. <laughs> and only after 1988 uh, does it show that more Democrats than Republicans uh, were supporting access to abortion because before then it was pretty, pretty much even, if not just a little bit, uh, yeah, it was mainly yeah. honestly split over whether or not you were fucking Catholic, right? Like yes. that was the primary determining factor. Yeah, yeah, um, and, I, and I think that there's an interesting thing there too because a lot of you know because it's like the 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 the, the anti-abortion people see Reagan as like their guy, mm-hmm. but then he gets into office and he's like not as strong on it as they wanted, and well, we'll get into some of what that leads to next episode, but yeah, yeah th- there's. Mean, this this was I think fundamentally when you're looking at like the anti-abortion movement, it's a it's a Christian nationalist power grab. And at that point, they had just figured out the strategy. So it was good enough that they were able to help get Reagan into office. But it was not consolidated enough that Reagan really felt the need to do much more than pay it lip service, you know? Yeah. Well, just an example of everyone campaigning on something that they know will get them voted and then kind of ignoring it once they're in office because, like, it's served its purpose. Um, I, I think there's there's another interesting thing that's going on here with that, too, which is that at this point – so th- this is this is sort of the, the, the John of, like, Jerry Farwell and the moral majority and – okay, if you want to hear me talk about this for a really long time, uh, go listen to my episode on the Moonies and how Reverend Moon also was a huge part of this, but there's, like, this giant shift in like the technology of recruiting voters where this, this is where you start getting mailing list organizing this is where you start getting like you know enormous list of people to, to call for fundraisers this is where you start like you know this is where you start basically getting like the, the the weird facebook letter like chain mail things that we have now but like they would just like mail people like scare stories about like here's like an actual baby that planned parenthood killed and like yeah, that also that's, that's what i was saying by like the obvious things propaganda wise but yeah i i I think that it's also like things on tv things in movies yeah yeah that are like uh yeah uh, they kind of try to pull at the heartstrings of some invisible heart they think people have um but even even like like tv commercials yeah, things that like the traditional family that like yeah the nuclear white Christian family mm-hmm. is like the default basic family and anything that strays from that is abnormal. Um, it's still the case now, honestly. I think yeah, like, no, yeah, calls for diversity or like putting a black friend in the show. Still, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not really yeah. I, I have a, I, I eventually I will do the entire rant that I have on this, but like like this, this is a thing that like this is a powerful enough force that like for example, if you look at like every Asian American movie. In the U.S., the the entire plot of every Asian American movie is trying to repair is a family like a, an Asian family trying to become the white Christian nuclear family, but having problems with it because they're having family issues that get resolved, and then having problems with it because they're Chinese. Yeah, and it's like it, it's it's this like warping sort of like yeah like structural basis of society that like it's like a black hole that like like it tears the fabric of reality and pulls everything else into it. You know, I, I have the same gripe with a lot of. Just in general, like uh, movies and TV shows about marginalized people, Middle Eastern people, it always seems like the crux of the problem is cultural and uh, overcoming whatever issue the culture is having uh, to to disrupt this perfect white Christian life that uh, is presented as the ideal. But 
going back to abortion. You sorry? <laughs> no, it's a, don't apologize. I would I would love to rant about this with you on another episode. You know what won't disrupt the white Christian hegemonic culture in the United States? Capitalism. The products oh. as well. Actually, it eventually will because <laughs> the nature of extractive capitalism and endless growth will inevitably alter the world in ways that makes the lifestyles that those kind of people harken back to in their propaganda fundamentally untenable and impossible to exist on any kind of scale. But I don't know what my point was here. Here's some here's some fucking ads. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Oh, we're back. We're back. Let's go to the late 
uh, 80s, early 90s. So The ladies. The ladies. <laughs> uh, both Republicans and Democrats at this point, they were trying to appeal to the center for a while so they can re- remain as appealing to voters as possible. Um, Mary Ziegler is a law professor at Florida State University who has studied the history of abortion and the abortion debate. And she wrote in the, Was- in the Washington Post that the uh, 1990s and the early 2000s, for instance, many abortion opponents, they devoted their energy to, to supporting incremental restrictions like a ban on dilation or extraction, uh, which is a technique for abortions uh, later in pregnancy that opponents call partial birth abortion. Um And this restriction was eventually passed at the federal level in 2003 and is far less sweeping than the heartbeat bills that many Republican voters favor today, which ban uh, abortions, as you know, at six weeks. Um, But Democrats, meanwhile, they were somewhat like equivocal on the abortion debate during this time period. Uh, Bill Clinton, uh, in, in his 1992 campaign, he famously said that abortions should be, quote, safe, legal and rare. Uh, Hillary Clinton used the same language when she was running in 2008. Yeah, like I feel um, like you still hear yeah. that too. Yeah, you, you really do. It's like, it's like just absolutely cowardly. Yeah, like we support <laughs> it, but also don't, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. And obviously, more recently, both sides of the abortion debate they've come to seek broader change among abortion rights supporters. There's been an increasing awareness of reproductive justice, and this term was actually coined in 1994. And it describes an approach focused not just on the legal right to abortion, but on safe, affordable access to a range of reproductive health care, as well as the ability the ability to parent children safely. Um, and it was in the 90s that a lot of organizations started to be formed to help support this, to help uh, abortion rights justice like kind of take form. Um, Sister Song, which is the Women of Color Reproductive Justice Collective, was formed in 1997. And it was by 16 organizations of women of color that formed these four mini communities. Uh, They were largely made up of Native American, African American, Latina, and Asian American communities. And they recognized that we have the right and responsibility to represent ourselves and our communities. Um, And I think this is important to note only because I don't think women of color get enough credit for really like leading the 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 fight to get reproductive rights um i feel like a lot of i mean i can shit on white feminism all day (laughs) trust me um but especially when it comes to this a lot of white women are like heralded as like i don't know these um political heroes when really most of the time with most issues when it comes to this uh women of color are in the background doing most of the work um that's another episode um But uh, Sister Song defines reproductive justice as the human right to maintain personal bodily autonomy, have children, not have children, and parent the children we do have in safe and sustainable communities. So it puts a lens on the emphasis of affordability of abortions, uh, as well as on the legal status that it needs to have to even be safe and affordable. Um, because the right of abortion means very little when we can't afford health care that we need. Um, yeah. And this is something that Kimberly Innes McGuire said. She's the executive director of Unite for Reproductive Gender Equity, called URGE. Um, this is a uh, rights group focused on young people. Um, so there's a lot of things that like emerged during this more recent time that came focused on more the justice aspect versus just the the right to have it because it does doesn't do much if we have the right and yet um it's still 
inaccessible. So in the last five years, uh, reproductive justice activists have campaigned to repeal the Hyde Amendment, which was first passed in 1976, and it bars federal funding for most abortions. It restricts Medicaid coverage for abortions, and the amendment makes it difficult for many low-income Americans to pay for the procedure. The opponents of the Hyde Amendment have had some successes. In, t- in 2017 and 2019, Democrats in Congress introduced the EACH, E-A-C-H, Woman Act, which would repeal Hyde and allow Medicaid to cover abortions. Um, but Democratic candidates have campaigned to repeal Hyde as well. During her presidential run in 2016, Hillary Clinton called for the repeal of Hyde, and the whole Democratic Party followed suit, um, which is something that would have been unthinkable in the years when her and her husband were calling for abortion to be quote-unquote rare. <laughs> so things have progressed a little bit. Again, I think, uh, unfortunately, though, most of it is for following the trends versus actual morals, but that's my opinion. Um, But on Hyde, um, uh, it feels like what has changed in the last five years is that a community of people um, led by young people, women of color, decided that the status quo was not good enough. So again, it's just people in in the background doing most of the work. Um, And at the same time, abortion rights activists have been working to reduce stigma around abortion and to present the procedure as a normal part of medical medical coverage. Um, In 2017, in response to efforts to strip federal funding from Planned Parenthood, activists and ordinary people shared stories of their abortions under the hashtag ShoutYourAbortion. So the left party, the Democratic Party, is definitely leaning now, obviously, to be abortion positive. Um... But I also think it's definitely used as a way to attract voters uh, more than anything else. And um, yeah, Uh, I mean, with our current president right now, uh, we all know he's Biden has had a mixed record on abortion, (laughs) which is like very a good a good representation of just how flip floppy politicians can be. Because when he was in the Senate in 73, he was a 30 year old practicing Catholic um, who concluded that the Supreme Court went too far on abortion rights in the Roe case. He told an interviewer the following year that a woman shouldn't have the sole right and say to what what should happen to her body. That's a quote. Uh, The sole right to say what should happen to her body. He doesn't think women should have that. (laughs) And by the time he left the vice president's mansion in 2017, He was 74 years old, and he argued a far different view, that government doesn't have the right to tell other people that women can't control their body. Um, Which is interesting, because he he not only was very vocal about being anti-abortion, but, like, he uh, used, like, in 1981, he crafted the Biden Amendment to ban the use of foreign aid for biomedical research related to abortion. So he was not only, like, vocal about it, he actually tried to push it back. (laughs) And he repeatedly voted for this Hyde Amendment that prohibited the use of federal funds uh, for abortions, uh, including Medicaid, as I said. And both of these policies remain in place today, despite efforts by Democrats to end the ban on the use of federal funds. (laughs) 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Here's one thought that I have. Please. And again, I, I, I continue to be an advocate, and don't take this the wrong way. We should learn from the right and how they made the progress they did with mm-hmm. abortion. There are lessons there. And one of those lessons is that when you make something into the kind of issue that can get a politician elected, um, they will not actually pursue that issue if it's difficult um, unless you create true believers and put them into politics, right? Reagan got elected in part on abortion. Reagan didn't really do much about it. Mm-hmm. It was it was diligent periods of time of not just like putting people in politics who believed in the cause, but also of applying brutal pressure to elected leaders 
over decades who didn't conform or conform. And we don't have that kind of time with, like, let's say climate change. But the same basic tactics need to be followed, which is you need to be vicious when yeah. you when your leaders, when the people you elect don't move on these issues. Um, you need to be vicious and like a concerted and organized and like you need to come down on them like the hammer of fucking God, you know? I think like, yeah. that's that's how yeah. you win. But I think that's the biggest difference with Republicans and Democrats is that Democrats, unfortunately, are far more cowardly in voicing what they want. Uh, even even now, Biden is pro-abortion, uh, quote unquote, but he hasn't even said the word abortion out loud ever. He's but tweeted Shireen, it once. Shireen, he tweeted put it. In it. A statement. Shireen, it was um, in a tweet. That the is... fact that there's a website, there's a web, there's a website that is called "Has Biden said abortion yet?" and there's just a big no on it right now, obviously. Um, but he has like cast this evolution of his views uh, as a like t- like wrestling with his teaching of his faith or whatever. Um, but it's obviously more it reflects a political calculation more than his views of fucking religion. Um, and in 2015, for example, he said, I'm prepared to accept that at the moment of that the at the moment of conception, there's human life and being, but I'm not prepared to say that to other God-fearing, non-God-fearing people that have a different the view. What the fuck does that mean? He's nothing. like, because he's it a coward. What, nothing. What the fuck does that he's mean? He's a coward. Joseph, Joseph Robinette motherfucking Biden. What in yeah. the Christing fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, he also has quote has been quoted to say that this issue is the um like the most difficult thing he's had to wrestle with as a Catholic kind of thing. He's definitely made it this like thing he needs to overcome or whatever the shit. I mean, like it's a religion, right? Sure. Uh it's a religion and your religion has been at, at the very least what I'll say about the Catholics is they did not adopt this as like a a venal political strategy which the evangelical right did. Like they've been the Catholic Church has been consistent on this for a minute now. So I get why somebody who is legitimately a believing Catholic would have to struggle with this. But the way you what, what you what you say if you're actually not like a fucking you're not being a fucking goober about it um what you say is hey uh this is tough for me because of my faith but this is the united states of america and my faith does not dictate what other people get to do and so i support the right to access to abortion that's what you say please can you do that (laughs) um but no i mean i I only want to bring that up because i just think the Democratic Party has conducted themselves in a really cowardly way when it comes to stuff like this versus Republicans are so outright, even like volatilely trying to tell you how they feel. Uh, But but yeah, that's that. Where where do we go from here? I don't know. Um, Yeah, the world is the world. It certainly is, Shireen. And uh, we'll be be back tomorrow. Uh, Chris, what's our focus tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow we're going to look at uh, the other side of how they got abortion other than like sort of running it as an electoral issue, which is they did a an amount of terrorism that is so large that like most of the people talking about the terrorism missed most of the terrorism. Yeah, it takes a minute to list. Speaking uh, of terrorism. That's the end of the podcast. Here's ads. Oh. Yep. Ads. I, I know, I just wanted to. Sorry. There is post-roll ads, but if you're listening to yeah. them. 
That's a choice. Bless. Bless. Uh, <laughs> hey, we always support people making the choice to listen to our wonderful advertisers like the Washington State Highway Patrol and lately Taser. Oh. And yeah, they've been running. Look, we did we don't approve that. We're getting them removed, but it is funny. Can I get a taser first? Or that is that not what that is? Um uh, I mean, Shireen, we can expense you a taser. Oh but... shit, great. I'll I'll send a list of what I want. Perfect. Okay, fine. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.